Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to Shite Talk, an Irish history podcast. We're fresh back from Kilkenny, our yes. live gig in Kilkenny, doing with Mike Rice, big Mike Rice. You can hear it in our voices. Fresh is not the word no, I would use. No. The day outside is fresh. It is shockingly nice. Yeah, we're recording down here in Carlo in my house, my parents' house. Yeah, we looked at what's it was that Damien Rice's was it nine? Wherever his first album was, every oh, yeah. song was recorded in a different place. Was it in nine different places? I think so. Interesting. Is there nine songs? I don't know. It's ten. <laughs> All I know is Cannonball, and that's it. Yeah, Blower's Daughter. That's a different album, is it? I have no idea. Yeah. I know my friend. Lives across the road from Damien Dempsey's mother. So there you go. That had nothing to do you, with anything. Nope, you can take that to the bank. I think they were playing the guitar outside at some point during lockdown and she was like, oh, my son does a bit of the old music himself now. And then it transpired weeks later that it was Damien Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> he played a few tunes. That's nice of her. She's though. an inner city dub. She doesn't sound like that at all. No. But also, I like that she didn't jump in it straight away and be like, my son's Damien Dempsey. Because it's the same as... You know, Anybody. mothers don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> that's a blanket statement. There, <laughs> mothers just don't understand. Man, they are not hip. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like the, is it Michael Fassbender's mother often says he does a bit of the acting. He does a bit of the acting. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did a live gig last night. It was wild. It was wild. Yeah. The, the episode's going to be put out on the Patreon because it's too hot for the airwaves. Yeah, we just need to listen back to it now. But it went on for two hours. Yeah. There was a lot of audience interaction. It was chaotic. It so was great. I some had a great might time. say too much. Others, no. not enough. I was, I was buzzing. But that uh, that episode will be on the Patreon, which you can sign up for, amongst all the other episodes that we've released behind the paywall. Yeah. Episodes that have ran over, and we have the second part of it up there. Yeah. And was there anything? Oh, the live gigs then as well. The live, yeah, the sound one's up there. Uh, you can listen to a good spooky story over Christmas. But um, yeah, I'd say... Arthur Kavanagh is probably one of the most interesting stories. One of the craziest stories I've written, anyway. Uh, you say that, but oh, you, you've written other yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. We've done it, jumped the gun. Yeah. I to say, hold on. I now. was going to speak for you there, but it's, it's crazy. But yeah. And if you missed out on the crack last night, you can get in on it in Cork. 
at the end of January. Yes, 28th of January. Did, yeah. I, get, did I get that date right? You did, yeah, but I just realised that I don't think the tickets are up yet. Just remember. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Yeah, we're going to be doing that with uh, with BBC's finest, with uh, yes. Roger Sullivan. Yes, BBC's young, hot new comic. Yeah, the best new comic in, in all of England. Yeah, and Wales. Not Scotland, though. Yeah. They've got a lot of stuff going on. They've got a lot of good comedians. They do, yeah. yeah, yeah. They run their own separate competition. They, yeah. Uh, Scotland's hottest comic. But um, we just came back from a nice carvery in Bangalstown. No, in Lachlan Bridge. In Lachlan Bridge, yes, sorry. But the place the, name yes. was the Bagno. But the, the Lord Bagno. The Lord Bagno. In. I thought you were going to say in Lachlan Bridge. In Lachlan Bridge. <laughs> uh, that was great. I had uh, the potato special. Five kinds of potato. Yeah, and that was the aim. What did we have eventually? Was it three? Oh, no, it was only, yeah, potato, gratin, mash. That's basically two types chips. of potato. I know it's only the one, but there's so much decadence to it. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. gluten-free gravy, gravy, yeah. That was, I never, didn't know. Yeah, it's regular. I didn't know you'd be, con- I did, firstly, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> Secondly, I didn't know there was gluten in gravy. And thirdly, yeah, me neither. I didn't think you'd have the confidence to, uh. To stop the whole carvery to make <laughs> to make the chef the only person who was serving every single person in the queue, every single person was just me, you, and Dan. Yes, but I didn't think you'd have the, <laughs> the audacity, the gall. <laughs> you were just tapping your foot behind me with your arms crossed. Yeah. Like, Fuck's sake! Well, because regular gravy, all of these foreigners coming down into yeah. my local. <laughs> fucking, so I'm not with him. These fucking city boys. Uh, regular gravy is made with it's just chicken sweat. Uh, and as a soft vegetarian myself, that's why I got like five, four kinds of potatoes and gluten-free gravy. Uh, well, so it wasn't the gluten then, it's the chicken. No, no, I didn't know the... gluten was in gravy. I don't know what. But see, they, she said that, though, when she... Yeah, the, she, she said, I asked, was it vegetarian gravy? And she said, no, but we got gluten-free she said, gravy. Is there any, what? It was, it was. It's fucking gravy. Yeah, I'm glad I stuck to my guns. I was hungover. When she got on the phone, usually I would have been like, ah, no, it's no, not no, worth it. It's grand, yeah, it's yeah. grand. But you know what? Because did you think I'd she like was just turning around to go to like a different part of the carvery? Yeah, she yeah, had yeah. to. It was like the bat phone. I thought it was underneath. She, yeah, she had to go call someone upstairs to go make it. <laughs> it, w- it would have been better if it played over an intercom somewhere. I will say this: that if they ever have the Thai green curry on the carvery down there, yeah, exact same thing happens. Oh yeah, but they have to if go call, orders, it, yeah, call yeah. it in, and they're like, "I don't want to." I'm sorry, I'm not chicken. Chicken's it's, fine. It's I'll just yeah, go follow us at Shy Talk History on all the socials. Go give us money on the Patreon. Buy merch at what's the name of the merch shop? Big Cartel. Big Cartel. Yeah, um, there's probably about ten shirts com. left. Yes. We, oh, we've sold out of all of our mediums, so don't go looking for mediums. There's a discount code on the Patreon somewhere. If you sign up to that, mm. you'll find it. Probably 10%. Yeah, I don't something. think I would have signed off on any more. No, what would have happened was we would have had the conversation and I would have said, I don't that's too much to go any over 10%. And then you would have just went and done it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It's because I think it's 15%. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I can't remember. But uh, what about this story? Well, this story, well, that's the, that, well there's the intro. Uh, well, there you see, go. See, see, uh, here's a story about uh, a Beauchamp Bagna. Gather around now, you're in for a story. Old tales of long search over glory The history and mystery of lads, lasses and all Discoveries and voyages, the rise and the fall
Kevin, you're a cultured man. That's true. Yeah, I'm a renaissance been, man. You've been to France. Yes. Uh, we just passed through, uh, uh, I wrote this in advance and we never actually went. I said, we've just passed through Bangalstown. Very good. Yeah. Or mm. Bengalstown, as you like to affectionately call it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what city does it remind you of? <laughs> it's got the hustle and bustle of Paris, but the rustic charm of Lyon. Yes. So what city would that be then? Um, Marseille. That's the country for Dan, but no, the country for me. Uh, it's it, it's like two streets, if even. That's being generous. It's really one street that bends in on itself. Mm. It doesn't remind me of any city. No, that's Lachlan. Bagmanstown's a whole. It's a, oh. a sprawling metropolis. I am. I don't know if I've seen Bagmanstown. No. Well, that's probably better because on the way in, there's a big sign that says it's a sister city of Versailles. Oh, really? France. <laughs> <laughs> Where I remember looking this up before, which city is twinned with Chernobyl? It's probably Drogheda. It is something that, yeah. Uh, I assume they twinned that long ago. That wasn't a, hey, now's our chance. That's, it's such a funny notion. I remember looking into this before. Okay, was it the UN? This is such a weird idea to be like, here's two cities in. It's just Europe, is it? What, the two twin cities? Yeah, just like pick another city somewhere else in Europe and be like, yeah, you're friends. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. But, all, well, it, well, this one does. Well, I'll get that. I'll get to that. It's now. on, well, yeah, because it is, it is just European cities, isn't it? Maybe they have sister cities over there. I don't know. Yeah, but basically when you drive into a town here, it'll be like twinned with Verdun or Versailles or Moscow. Yeah. Oh, it's always places you would like to go. Yeah, Dundalk yeah. is twinned with some random. But it's usually a sign on, as you drive into the town. Yeah, so you're like, oh, this must be. Oh, Jesus! No. <laughs> Just keep Paris in mind when you're driving through Athlone. So, this story goes: the Bagnells moved over to Newry from Staffordshire, England, with Sir Nicholas Bagnell being a former high-ranking soldier. He was a marshal of the army in Ireland, and he owned some land, as was the style at the yeah. time. Uh, what what year is this? this what is time is this? Seventeen. Uh, 17- Early 1700s. Okay, coming oh, in no, with sorry. a hard this, question. This is, yeah, I didn't write that down. It, this, yeah. is, this, is, uh, this is all just backstory. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't this wor- is like... Don't thing- worry about the time. The times will come up later when it's time. <laughs> so they moved over to Newry. From Staffordshire, Bassett. England. Ba- I don't know anything about Staffordshire, England, but I'm going to say poor, poor move. Um, no. Newry's. New- yes, but here, yeah, but you could be you know, small fish, big pond. Yeah. Big fish. Small pond. That's actually. Uh, I used to work for FD, and I can say that now as of a week. But they. Oh, that, yeah, that's the uh, company he's been alluding to for the last six seasons. Yeah, yeah. But they're based in Uri, and uh, they basically run that place. And he, it's very much a small. Uh, yeah, because it's a big like international tech consultancy firm. And he could have moved to London and been another schmuck in the big city, but he stayed in Uri. And like, I remember walking around there, free discount coffees everywhere, discount suits. Uh, because it's like a load of, they hire people straight out of college, so there's like hundreds of 23-year-olds with disposable income for the first time oh, yeah. living in Yuri. <laughs> they fucking love it. Like, uh, all oh, the yeah, pubs love time. it. But tell me this, the discount suits, is that the story? Was it you telling me that? That the, the ta- where everyone got their Debs suits in the place? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Smoke damage. That was in Dundalk. There was like a fire <laughs> in a place on Earl Street, and uh, some of the suits got smoke damage. 
and so we all we were like the best dressed town for a month. Everyone was yeah. wearing cons. Best and dressed, worst man. Worst man. Well, because it was just smoke damage. But then, like as the smoke damage sale went on, he was just bringing more stuff in and like smoking a few fags beside it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was the best business he'd ever done. But uh, yeah, I remember when yeah when I was in Uri, like the uh, I remember going up to the bank and my first paycheck hadn't gone in properly, and I was going out in Dublin and I went into the bank to like check what had happened. They're like. They saw that I was working for FD, and they're like, ah, "What do you want? Like two hundred quid? Here you go." And they gave me like two hundred euro over the counter from the petty cash. I'm like, we'll take it out of your check when it comes in. That, like that's the that is I, I that's a bygone Ireland. That was like well, it was six years ago, but you know, like they, you could just do if you said you worked for FD and you're either like, "We'll sort you out." That's class. Yeah, yeah. Small town. I miss that now. I, I do live in a small town, but what I was saying earlier on, well, the I, pub down the street does give you like washers. Yeah, like little coins after you pay for your you buy drinks in threes. Yeah, and then you get one drink. Oh and then yeah, they give yeah. You two tokens, and then whenever you want to go up, just to stop the hassle of you know people having to do their job. <laughs> Don't be annoying the bar staff. Yeah, just go up, lob a little bit of metal at them, and they will give you a pint. Yeah, well, I did. I did say earlier I wanted to give a shout out to Tyrrell's Bakery in Tullamore. So oh, yeah. did you that said, you, to me you yesterday. wanted to dox them or something? No, they're the... lovely people. I went in there to buy Is a sandwich. They were having an argument. <laughs> it was, no, they were lovely. I went to pay for a sandwich and it was cash only. And they were basically like, get it back to us another time. But no, don't you worry about that. Stop. Next time you're in Tullamore, you go enjoy your sandwich. Drop into it. be never now. Never. Exactly. I was like, oh, I'm only here for an hour. He's like, ah, you'll be back again someday. Uh, what was the point of the story? He's in Yuri. That's the point, I guess. Yeah, we've gotten as far as the first line. Excellent. This is what uh, last night was like. Yeah, it's <laughs> only we're the ones interrupting them. Maybe we're, yeah. <laughs> we're the problem. But, uh, oh yeah, I was going to say, they own some like land and some abbeys up there. They've oh, okay. Them. Yeah, they've, see, they've done well. Yeah. Um, now, Dudley, Dudley's uh, the son of uh, Sir Nicholas. Okay. He sets up shop in Carlow, becomes a well-to-do landlord, residing in Dunleckney Manor. Uh, he built and paid for other people to build that for. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of his sons, Lord Walter Bagnall, founded Bengalstown. <laughs> That's uh, on what grounds? It's just about just two, over, two yeah. miles of, over that way. Yeah, yeah. But like on what? Like, I what? should I should clarify. It is Bagnallstown. It is Bagnallstown. Yes. Yes. yes, Kevin just doesn't know how to pronounce that. No, but at what to. stage? Like, what gives you the right to be like? This is Larney Town. What do you have to do? If I mean, you get off your lazy arse <laughs> and go and build a town. But how, what is building a town? How much do you need to put into it? Like, you build a pub and two houses and then it's a town? A shop. No, you need a, sh- oh, a no, shop. Obviously, the pub could be like down in my village where it's a pub shop. But know? like, what did he really build? Uh, well, there's a river there or <laughs> there's the barrow. So I imagine. Yeah, I don't know if he had anything to do with that. You don't know that. That's true, that's true. We could be passing this off as a river. It could have been a canal all along. Yeah, it was a stream before that brave man came along. (laughs) But uh, it's in Bagnallstown or uh, Minyavyog. Sometimes you'll be on the train and they won't say Bagnallstown. And people say, get off in Bagnallstown. No. 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 You need need to know that translation. Yeah. Now, where do you think that Bagnallstown was uh, based on? It's architecture, it's structure, it's core, it's soul. Uh, Versailles. Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> hey. Why do you think he was called Lord? Well, I imagine if he's built this town, he can just call himself Lord. That's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not been, he's not become a Lord. He's not been given the, like, the knighthood or whatever. No. He to, he's just, which is a great system. 
Yeah, because you just start calling yourself Lord. Who's going to question anything, you? But anything like that. Like, yeah. as in you could just start calling your, like, my name, change your name to Dr. Jason Brett. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a doctor. It's just, it's just my name. Uh, I think that's illegal, is it? To impersonate know. a medical. It's doctor, I, but I it's spelled with a K. I can't call myself, like, Officer Jason Brett. Yeah. I'd like to call myself Officer Down. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Kevin Down, just to fuck with them over the radio. Now, the the Lord Bagnall Inn is a beautiful restaurant where we just came back. It sure from. is. If, you, if, if, if you're one of those people who skipped the intro, that's just down the road from me. Look, you tell him, Kev. How nice was Out of 10. It was, like... I don't know how to put this delicately, but how, it was shockingly nice. How you weren't expecting it? In, no, 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 no. I wasn't expecting it yeah. in, in Lock the Bridge. No, yeah. you walk in, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is. <laughs> this and then you is... walk to the next part of it, and it gets progressively nicer. Yeah, it was so nice. Yeah, I, we walked through the nice restaurant, and it was lovely. And then you walk down some steps, and there's an open fireplace, and it's even nicer. Yeah, beside loads of cushions and carpeted floors. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Tables. I wasn't say cushions, just cushions. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was no tables. Ten, we, ten, and seventies acid house stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you I wouldn't expect it at all. No, you wouldn't expect it. No, that's what a lot of people say about nice places in Dundalk. Like, Jesus is nice for Dundalk. Like, I have said that about a few places. Yeah, or even like your nightclubs. What's it, Brew Bakers? Or yeah, like, yeah. Going, like, this is actually grand, considering <laughs> like, what I thought it was going to be when yeah. I got here. This could I can do one night. This is fine. Well, thank you. Mm. You didn't make. No, I was listening. I was there. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I, I can't take any credit for Bagnall Sound because there's a heated rivalry between... Well, I can take credit for the Bagnall, but it's named after our arch nemesis, yeah, yeah. Bagnall Sound. Those bastards. Yeah, which is tough because it's the nicest and only restaurant in, yeah, yeah. in the village. I'd I, say it's I the only thing in the village. But it would be a weird thing to... Like, no one else would do that. Like, it's the only restaurant in the whole place and yeah. they named it after the one man who set up our rival town. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, now, now, Lord Walter Bagnall of Bagnall Inn fame, um, he married a woman called Eleanor Barnwell, and then his second wife was an Eleanor Beauchamp. Not important how she died, it doesn't actually come up for the rest of the story, she's just natural causes. Nothing suspicious. Or whatever. Or what, yeah. If there was something suspicious, then I didn't look into it enough to find out. Yeah, yeah. You got paid off, didn't you? I'm saying, hey, you know, you see me going around there free carveries for life. Did you see, <laughs> did you see me put my hand in my pocket? <laughs> now, she took his name, but kept the family name alive by naming one of their kids Beauchamp. Beauchamp Bagnall. And this As a first name? Oh, yeah. How are you spelling that then? B-E-A-U-C-H-A-M-P? Just the one. There you go. Nice. Now, what's... Uh, 62 and a half plus 62 and a half. Just move on, all right? This is a spelling bee, not a maths competition. That's an inside joke there for, for anyone who's at the table. laughing in the corner. <laughs> yes. Kevin thought that that made 105. I was very hungover, and I was just, uh, the maths wasn't important. Now, yeah, so this, yeah, so this story is going to be about Beauchamp Bagnall. And uh, as mass murderer Alec Baldwin once said, the first generation got to go put the work in. So much so that the second generation go to college and make a you know success out of the family, and then the third generation take the piss and have an easy easy life. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, sitting pools, drinking martinis. Did Alex say that he uh, he's character did in Thirty Rock? Ah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Mm-hmm. So that so this guy's great grandfather or grandfather was a knight, a sir in Uri. 
uh, well, yes. And then his father was a great, lord. I believe great grandfather. Yeah. Then there was Dudley, and then there was Walter. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's now this Nebuchadnezzar. layabout. Yeah. He's, okay. Well, back then, you know, it's people were quicker in between generations, so four became three. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Beauchamp inherited the family estates when he was eleven years old. Ooh. Yeah, that's not a good age to. So I suppose that means his parents are dead. Uh, he inherited. It. <laughs> uh, I believe this is. Oh, you're so keen on numbers earlier on, uh, and years. Yeah, 1746. There you go. Or 1752. <laughs> he was the oldest of. Three. So when you said four generations ago it was the early 1700s, <laughs> and you don't think twelve-year-olds are all just. <laughs> He's lord of the manor at 11. You're not telling me he's, he's getting some? Come on. He's, yeah, he's 10 years old. He's got an estate. It's like... Uh, Time to bust nuts. Yeah, it's blank check situations. <laughs> Remember that film? They that? didn't have... There's no child having sex in that Oh, episode. yeah. Really? Well, like... like I was going to say they allude to it, but they really... Like, no, that FBI agent. I'm thinking of... Wait, is blank check the one with Frankie Muniz? No, it's not Frankie Muniz. Who is that? Is it? Oh, it's Macaulay Culkin, is it? Oh, no. right. No, he finds a check. Richie Rich. Yeah, no, the, it's the story where he finds a check and he fills and in the money. Michael Jackson's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gets a million, he puts a million dollars into a check and the bank cashes it for some reason. And then he uses that because million to like, buy a castle. Yeah, because it was <laughs> it the was 90s. films in the 90s. But because it was the 90s, he, like, so he's a 13-year-old boy and there's an FBI agent, a female FBI agent, trying to figure out who his boss is or something. But they really go for it. Like He's bringing her out on dates. Like they, does he does he get his bit in the end? I think he she kisses him on the cheek, but the sort of kiss that like many boys oh, would have furiously the... masturbated for years. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like one of those kisses on the cheek where she's like, "I'm also gonna drop you my room key. See you in ten. Exactly like that. But they're like, "Well, maybe we'll just leave the room key bit out because this is a child and this is a yeah, like, children's film." No, we have to cut this shot of the room key out because that's gonna take away from the violent sex scene yeah. we're about to see. We gotta save as much time. It's gonna be a tight ninety-two minute run. We yeah. don't have time to show any keys here. <laughs> the director's cut, however. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so he's a, he's in a blank check situation. Pretty much. Mm. Um, he was the oldest of three. But the only male heir, so both of those, in, that's his, his the same. favor. Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It was the eldest, but he was also the only male. Yeah. So Double he, jeopardy. He was uh, an only child, which... You just said he was the oldest of three. Oh, I did. No, sorry. Well, yeah, I don't know why I wrote that there. <laughs> Never mind that. We'll have to cut that. No, leave it all in. Uh, no, what I was saying was he was an on, he was the only male. So he was yeah. he was an only child. <laughs> okay, his yeah. parents, of course, in the eyes of the law. Yeah, and I, and I, the reason I've realised why I put that in was because I remembered I wanted to say that uh, I, I remember there the other day that up until only a, I'd say a couple of years ago, but probably until I was like 14 or yeah. something, I thought that the term was lonely child. <laughs> which is... That's adorable. It's true as well. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm only adding things on and making it more correct. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know how much time he spent at Dunleckney Manor, it's the manor, mm-hmm. because uh, he did his education, that was all mainly done in England, spending his formative years in Hillsborough, Yorkshire, before attending Trinity Hall in Cambridge. Very nice. So, I imagine that was, he probably spent a couple of years down here, and then bounced out to England. Yeah. And did that. Now, he wouldn't graduate from Trinity Hall. He, the Cambridge. way you said that, it sounds like he just refused. 
<laughs> I'm not. A, no. A Van Wilder of his time. Yeah. But I'm piecing it all together because uh, he didn't graduate. Right. But there's also. Do you, do you know what a grand tour is? This is after Top Gear got cancelled. Mm. I had thought the same. It was bugging me for ages. Yeah, I yeah. Was like, That's what. Yeah, but that's no. That's what they called it. They've got a, which is a very, very English of them. Because then I realized there's there is a what a grand tour is like your your gap year. Ah, it's yes. Your gap year. It's a rumsbringer. Yes. For, yeah. The Amish. Yeah. That's, for, the, yeah. <laughs> for British people. Yeah, it was basically that, but it would happen at the end of college. Right. Now okay. maybe during every summer, or you know, if you have the money, it's like J one. Yeah. Yeah. Stage. Every country probably has that. Yeah. Spanish kids do it when they're 14. Oh, yeah? It's Ireland, yeah. Carroll, Mullingar. Yeah. Bless like just <laughs> the worst places in Ireland. It's the, it's the see, you don't have it so bad, tour. Yeah, go to learn English. Yeah. And then you come back two months later going, I swear to God I would pay attention in class. <laughs> I've seen how rough it can be. <laughs> yeah, so he went on his, uh, his grand tour. Which, right. Uh, it's a way, you know, it's a finishing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your, your intro, you know, so you get a work placement after you finish college. You need yeah. to go and, like, learn a bit of something before you properly go into the work. Of course. Uh, so don't, fl- don't fluff it up. It's an excuse to go around and drink the head of yourself and try and ride young ones from Europe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wanted to give it this podcast a bit more class and decor. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to bring it up. Yeah. So he, uh, he sets sail for Europe. This trip, uh, what a grand tour it was. Is the grand tour, like, a specific... So no, it's not it's like just uh, it's not like the golden circle or anything. Yeah, it's not yeah, like oh, yeah. we've got to go there, here, here, here. You're just gonna make your own wander out to Europe, get the interrail. Yeah, off you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes out to Europe. Uh, now, uh, do you know of a man called Jonah Barrington? I don't think so. No. Neither do I. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no, he, this he was a lawyer and politician. Okay. Uh, he, Who wasn't back then? You know. Well, yeah, that's pretty much the. Look, if your lads like these, you might as well know the law or defend yourself. That's it, yeah. yeah. The Now, he's given uh, an old hat tip by Yates and Joyce. Very nice. Uh, he's uh, he's known for his opposition of the Act of Union and for writing memoirs at the time. Okay. Yeah, but that was throughout his life when he was writing memoirs, like famous ones at the time. Okay. So it's, it's, a, good, it's a good time capsule to go read his stuff. So we might do that at some point. Sure, yeah. But... Um, yeah, so he he's he's on the grand tour. He meets him there. I don't know if they went together or not. Right. So he's got some quotes, Beauchamp. And obviously this lad's rubbing elbows with the, the the fanciest of all the fancies. Yeah, a man so famous that he would oppose the act of union. Yeah, and also, but taking notes on a trip, everyone does that. No, but that's like I like the idea. If you're in a pub after a certain amount of pints or time, everyone put your phone away. No, no photos. We're not doing photos and definitely not doing candid, sneaky fucking photos. That's right. not, that's bad form. We're not 12 anymore. It's not funny. Yeah. Right. It is funny if it's not me. It's but, it <laughs> but it can be me, so I'm against it. Yeah. Um, uh, when I was traveling around Europe, I kept a journal and then I, I started reading back through it when I was still driving. I was like, this is fucking garbage. So I stopped. <laughs> I've never looked at it since. Yeah. No, I... Someone told me that oh you'll regret not doing one yeah, yeah. when you when you yeah I regretted doing it yeah you probably feel, <laughs> like, I have I have notebooks here behind me of like shit that like when I used yeah. to do like uh, yeah just like daily you know journaling yeah. and stuff uh, and not not saying like oh when you were twelve no when I was trying to become a better person two years ago <laughs> and not <laughs> just went out the window it's not for everybody no it's not it's not for me it's not that. for me no yeah um 
but uh, he, I just think bad form. But also, I think thank God we have him because because or else we'd we'd be missing out on great bits of yes, yeah, just like this now. He he quite eclipsed the petty potentats with whom Germany was garnished. His person was fine, his manners open and generous, his spirit high, and his liberality profuse. During his tour, he had performed a variety of feats which were emblazoned in Ireland and endeared him to his countrymen. He had fought a prince, jilted a princess, intoxicated a doge of Venice, carried off a duchess from Madrid, scaled the walls of a convent in Italy, narrowly escaped the Inquisition at Lisbon, concluded his exploits by a celebrated fencing match at, at Paris, and returned to Ireland with a sovereign contempt for all continental men and manners and inveterate antipathy to all despotic kings and arbitrary governments. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. We could, okay. <laughs> Probably have to take that again. That's. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he came back with a... What was the last line about men? And returned to Ireland with a sovereign contempt for all continental men and manners. Yeah, yeah there was a sovereign contempt for all continental men and <laughs> a love of continental women. women. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it sounded like it. Yeah, 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 I thought that's where that was going. So he, he, he scaled a wall in Madrid. I'll go through those ones. Yes. Well, firstly, they say that at, like journeys. For a first, this, this the, seems like this should be the story. But they were like a variety of feats which were yeah. emblazoned in Ireland and endeared him to like his country. Or is it? Yeah. This man is just. Great lad. The great lad. Yeah. Yeah. Loves the crack. He clearly loves yeah. the pints. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, gets a bit rowdy on them. Yeah. Lad is, man is a fan of making stories and memories. He's coming back. He's not, you know, when people come back from holidays and you're kind of like, you don't want to hear their stories because it's just going to be, yeah, I saw this fucking bit. This guy, you, you were going down to the pub, no, going out of your way to hear his no, tales. No, I, I imagine that's the same for this fella as well. He came back talking about the time he jilted a princess and one of the lads was, you're always on about, I've, I've only been back two days. Yeah, but you've been, I knew this is what you were going to be like. <laughs> you never fucking shut up Never about let it. up about it. I had been thinking about that a few months ago about the, um, like that's a common thing in Ireland for people who go on J1s. Yeah, and then they come back and all their because I used to hate I never rented a J one, yeah. So I hated apart from the two year long ones I just went on. Um, <laughs> but the people come back from like college for college and they're talking about J one, yeah. And you just go, oh, why are they always talking about it? And you're like, but was well, because it's a very important. But they've moved to another country when sure. they were like twenty or twenty one to one of like the westernized like media capitals. It was well, we look at movies, TV shows, listen to albums, etc., yeah. etc. Of course, you can't shut up about it. You're living in like, I, like you know, I, if I was from Lachlan, which I am, which you but, are, but like and you went to America, yeah, for like you four did. months. But yeah. if I came, like when you're twenty, yeah, yeah, and you came back, he's like, maybe you should be like, listen to him for a little bit. He can't believe it. He's had great times. It is rubbing it in. That's why I hated it. Sure, I wasn't there. I didn't get to experience it. But I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but it's like when people show you what's the old, yeah, people show you photos unless you're in them. Not interested. Yeah, there's only like, so much. It's like dreams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, is there, is there anyone naked? Yeah, is anyone fucking, or am I in it? If not, I'm not interested. But are you just trying to wise me up so I listen to your American stories? No, because he, <laughs> you've seen me on stage enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, I should probably say at this time that he's he's known as the most handsome man in Ireland. Did I say I alluded to that in the intro by mm. saying it. Yes. Yeah. He's the most handsome man in Ireland. Yeah. Is that a self-given title? Um, I mean his. 
Da gave himself the title Lord. <laughs> He's like, I'll show you, Dad. Yeah. Um, that's so okay. Well, he that explains the jilted princess. Oh yeah. Uh, so what? He fought a prince, carried off a duchess from Madrid as well. Yeah, that sounds a little bit rapey, because especially because it's followed up by uh, skip the Inquisition in Lisbon, is it? Uh, he didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he kidnapped a woman and then dodged the trial, <laughs> making him the most famous man in Carlo. No, he didn't dodge. He got a doge of Venice intoxicated, which is... Uh, yeah, yeah, a doge is a great... Uh, I don't know what the catch-all term for those things is. Like a viceroy. Yes. Or a doge. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just that you're a fancy... Ex- yeah, exactly. Kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried Heavily to, invested I tried to in Google that, cryptocurrency. Which I didn't know at the time. And then that's what all the oh, yeah, yeah, Dogecoin. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Doge original meaning. And then it just yeah. brings you back to like the beginning of Dogecoin. Yeah, like, yeah. No, refer, there's another, no, <laughs> please. Before that, like, oh, you mean the funny dog that we <laughs> laughed at for a few years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll do. Well, he, okay, he got a funny dog drunk in Venice. <laughs> yeah, no, so yeah, he's the, he's the most handsome man in Ireland, which is just, I assume, even if you said it about yourself, it's not going to stick. There's ha- there's going to have to be some weight about this. Sure. Obviously, he's playing off the confidence. Yeah. But if he's not, people aren't going to keep calling him it. Unless it's ironic. Yeah, no, he was Carlos Casanova. Is this another title? That's one I've given him. Oh, that's pretty good. Then. Yeah. Right. Uh, a bit of a gurrier, shocking womanizer. Yeah. Well, what do you think it would take at the time to, to be the most handsome man in Ireland? Yeah, I guess... Well, you've money, so you've got access to running yeah. water and food. I don't know. I think he had a picture taken of him. He probably. Well, that, that's you get the lighting right. You do it from an angle just above you. Yeah. Pucker your lips out, kind of like a duck. Stick your two fingers up. Yeah, yeah. But in a peaceful way, not, <laughs> not the bad. Not the other way. Yeah. Well, like being pale. I'm trying to think. I haven't really heard anything about what beauty standards were like, especially for men. Back standards. Then. Standards. <laughs> well, I suppose not being covered in shit. Is a plus? Is it even? Do, do they care? Depends what they're into. Yeah. But so, I know, yeah, pale skin was supposed to be a sign that was attractive because it meant that you weren't outside working. But like... Still a thing in Asia. Still a thing in Asia. But like, farmhands in Carlo weren't getting a tan. Maybe not having a burnt farmer's tan would be... That would be a start. That would be a start. Yeah. But it's not as if you're going to be bronzed from working in the fields here. you just be damp. <laughs> You'd be dead. You'd be dead. Not being dead is probably <laughs> that's probably the main one. Uh, yeah, the hairstyles are when you see paintings of old lads, it's fairly well, he normal. Hair. He had hair. He had hair. It was uh, groomed. What constitutes a handsome man back then and what constitutes a handsome man now pretty similar, it's a Yeah. That's fair. Women's fashion tends to change an awful lot more than men are just like fucking Yeah. There yeah, it is now. Yeah, it like, what looks good in like in twenty twenty one? Whatever you're doing in Mad Men. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the show about the sixties. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you that's, know, that's fine. Black suit, tie, same as it's been since the fucking invention of the thing. Sweatpants, jumper. Yeah. yeah. We stopped wearing powdered wigs at some point, and that was about it. That was because it was too much. We only take things away. They'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> we just minimalize. Do the least effort. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But uh, that kind of lifestyle, uh, it's not going to come cheap. No, but he's the lord of Anglestown. Well, yes. Yeah, self-appointed. Yeah, but uh, but when you're accustomed to the finer things in life, and you're also travelling with fancy lads as well, and you're kind of yeah. you're spending it as as you're going, right? Yeah, yeah. And plus, he's hitting huge cities. He's not going down to like cheap countryside places where you're getting like, you know, good know. deals. Yeah, he's paying like city prices everywhere he's going. He's not in the land of Aherlow. No, great pub. Four forty, mm. four fifty for a pint. Yeah. Do you want to tell the audience I was right about what the Glen of Arlo? About it being a nice place. Yeah. Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. I just want to. <laughs> I'll only say it twice, though. <laughs> it's a great spot. But the... these aren't the places he's drinking in. He's going straight for the big. Yeah, he's the big the fancy swinging spots. cities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's having a great time out abroad, but he starts getting a bit low on cash. So it's you know, okay, that time to go home. Yeah. yeah, or call up the mother. She's dead. Oh yeah, shit. So it's, yeah, that's it's, true. It's in poor form. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah bad. So I was the other option is you could uh, you could sell off some of your stupid old property uh, and stay out with the boys. Pint. Yeah, that's that's a like seven pints deep decision. What the fuck am I going to do with the land? Is it? No, sell it, sell it. No. I'll just how stay many, out here. How many abbeys do I need? How many castles? That is a fair question. You can only live in so many castles at once. Also a fair point. Yeah. Now, uh, who well, would he sell it to? Uh, he, well, it was, he could have sold it to that princess. She had money. The one he jilted. Well, that's true. Yeah, I have a little bit about her. Okay. Uh, the princess they got jilted was none other than Charlotte Mecklenburg Streitlitz. Okay. You know. That name started off one way and then it ended Okay. It gets progressively more like jarbon. Yeah, as yeah. It, yeah. Charlotte Mecklenburg Streitlitz. That was a point, actually, when. Yeah, he said he met him in Germany. What? Yeah, what was Germany in the 1750s? There's a load of different states. Was there? Very. Uh, yeah. Don't was... question me. And <laughs> put me under pressure on my own podcast. <laughs> Come in here to a man's home. Yeah. <laughs> Start this. asking him. From my bedroom. I have to sleep here tonight. I don't want this <laughs> negative energy. Or... Bolt awake at 3 a.m. Thinking about German unification. What, what was Germany's <laughs> states in the 1750s? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, she was the future queen, one of the uh, mm-hmm. uh, future queens of England and Ireland. Oh, really? After she married George the Third, he's the the second after the first. Yeah, <laughs> two later. Yeah, that's oh, okay. So he had a chance. Yeah, with herself. Yeah, but then she went, and that's a tough one. Do you know? Like, do you have any exes like that? In the... Who became royalty? <laughs> no, I was going to say like the ones that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you go out with them and then you break up with them and you're like, ah, oh, but maybe I can get back. And, you know, just hit them a message or whatever. You're single again and you go and try. And... Oh, no, they go out with. 
Like, I don't... Yeah. I'm not going to name anyone. Sure, yeah, yeah. Know. We all know who you're talking about. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, yeah. No, this is too soft now. That's a, an interesting dynamic when you get into a relationship. I've shifted from... It's when you're single, you're kind of... In the back of your head, you're kind of like, if I wanted to, I could get them back. Like any of your exes, like if I if I put in the album work, I could probably do it. Yeah, you're deluded. Yeah, oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you get in, they're, but they're in a relationship. Yeah, they're so in a relationship. You're kind of like, if, if I tried. <laughs> yeah, if I really did the. If I, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's, like the, it's not gross point blank. What's the what's the is it is it that one? What, I don't know. Or just, I always get that confused with uh, the other John Cusack one when he's a uh, an assassin. High fidelity. No. <laughs> <laughs> what's the hold on? But the point be, yeah, but then when you get into a relationship, you see all your ex. John Cusack. <laughs> Hold up. Sh- yeah. Shut up. Shut up for a second about history. <laughs> <laughs> it's Say anything. You just told me to shut up. <laughs> there it is. That's the movie. Yeah, say yeah, anything yeah, with yeah. the boombox. And you're making that big, like, oh, yeah. giant emotional plea. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's, it's always, oh, I could get them back if I did. You know, if I did if something I did, like that. If, if I, I wrote them a letter, box. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if I went as far as to, like, write a letter. You're always, you can't delude yourself that it's always there. But, um, yeah, but now. Uh, but usually they're happy in their new relationship because they've met someone who's not you. Yes. Yeah. Which annoys you when you're single. But now, I like, whenever I see my exes in relationships, like, good for them. Oh, no. I'm always bad. happy for them. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at them going, good for you. Get you out, out. Yeah. Get out of this mess. <laughs> I'm fucking stuck in it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you just fucking send them the book congratulations card. Be like, yeah, you dodged the bullet there. Yeah. Um, the Just get back to the story of this guy. Oh, that's what not, I'm doing. I'm not n- looking not to a... say anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. He sells some land or property, whatever. Keeps carrying oh, on. Oh, he does sell it. Oh, he does sell it, yeah. Uh, well, he's not going home. No. He's only selling a small part. Only like a little much, bit. Your, is it your liver or your kidney that regrows your liver? Yeah, your liver, luckily yeah. for us. Yeah, you only need a little bit of it. And then it grows the and it'll grow back. back. Yeah. He's probably thinking that. I'm only getting rid of a little bit. Yeah, and it'll of, grow back. Yeah, I'll just take it off someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the fuck are they going to do? So he sells a little bit of it to keep carrying on with his goings on yeah. around Europe. Uh, drink the continent, smoke the continent. Hey. Jewel the continent. Oh, yeah? That was in, in lieu of smoking. Of of fighting. Oh no! I realized that uh, no jewels are the American vape. Oh okay. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a two way joke. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I didn't get either of them. No, no. But they were fighting with yeah guns. Okay. Yeah, that was a uh, he loves jeweling. Oh loves, right. Oh yeah, he's a big fan. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> um, Which yeah. means he's winning. He's winning. Because usually it goes. Yeah. If you lose a duel. It's, I don't know. You cause... tend to lose your your want to continue doing. We've read a few of these stories. It's not uh, it's not necessarily a fatality in these no, days. No, no. You can yeah. get shot four or five times in the chest, and you're still like, ah, well, that'll sting tomorrow. Yeah. But you can walk away. But so, uh, do you know which prince he was dueling? Um, no, no, no. Uh, Jonah Barrington was more interested in the flowery language than he was actual given details, details, yeah. events. He's more like. Oh, he's a, he'll give you a, a paragraph about how great Valadi was, and yeah. then in one sentence, go, yeah, he's he's jilted a prin- princess, yeah. he killed some guys, he, he ran an army against a. Yeah, he's not going to name names, you know. That's fair as well. He's yeah. going to document everything yeah. poorly. <laughs> yeah, he. You see that a lot in those old writings as well. Do you ever see where it's like the name will just be like the initials and then an underscore? It's an X. 
Yeah, but like J underscore B underscore. Don't give away my signature. Yeah. <laughs> I can only do some of the letters. <laughs> but it's it's like, I guess people at the time would know who they were talking about. But then when you read it 300 years later, you're like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. Yeah, we need, yeah, we need proper names, details, dates. Yes. Or we don't, because we can just bar it ahead with... Yeah, we just fucking make it up as we go. Uh, he's, he, he loves Jewel and he's been doing that throughout Europe, learning his ways. Mm-hmm. Gun, gun, bang, bang, etc. Yeah, he finally gets over the travel bug, though, and moves home to Ireland. Time to settle down and focus on his two passions. One, pistols. <laughs> yeah, okay. Two, women. Politics. Politics. Yeah. Women sure, are, why not? Women are probably an aside. That's just a given at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I love guns, women, and politics. Yeah. That's a, a catch. This seems, yeah, if you're rich and you make it to, what, like 30, I think you just get into politics. Yeah, I oh know you've got the wealth behind you. People know you because you're the oldest man in the in the, in the yeah. area. You just they just I think this time they think they've got a god given right to be like, why shouldn't I run the place? Yeah, well, you we were talking about that in the live podcast last night. We were. Yeah. Well, now apart from the odd party, man and man knows how to throw a do a soiree. He does. He will. Dunlethny Manor was said to be a terrestrial paradise for lovers of good wine, good horses, good dogs. Good society. Very good. Yes. Mm. At this stage... There's many a man from Carlo who's a lover of dogs. Dogs and... Well, no, not society. Why? Eh. Horses. Horses, yes. Horses, dogs. It's horse country, yeah. yeah. Uh, and at this stage, he's got his full inherit. Right. Because he was younger, they probably... They, yeah. They, they Alan Iverson you. They, they're like, you can't be trusted with all of this money at once. Once you turn 40, we'll allow you to have some of it back again. Four, yeah, just, I want, it's probably when he turned 14. In fairness, he did start selling off plots of land to get more money <laughs> yeah, like, to go drinking. Well, I wouldn't have had to do that if you gave me all of my money. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say he's probably 18 or 20 at this stage. Okay. Now, maybe a little bit older. He also he could have been trapped. His grand tour for a year, it's meant to be a few months, probably went yeah. a year. Could have went five. Could yeah, have went yeah. ten. Mm. He's a 42-year-old man. So at the age of 42, he moves <laughs> home to Ireland. Time to settle down and get into politics and pistols. Uh, he's gotten his full inheritance and I think that meant an annual sum of over £6,000 from his rental properties Okay, a lot at the time yes yeah. that's big money uh, it would be a lot today that's, yes uh, but still had to sell so that's why you got to remember that yeah when you're paying rent that's some landlord's income you know well that's that's yeah. not just dead money yes <laughs> you're paying for some <laughs> rich absentee landlord to fuck around in Europe um, however, will they fund their goings on day to day before they eventually sell to the vulture funds? You gotta think of these things through, people. Pistols ain't cheap, you know. <laughs> but uh, he still had to sell the odd bit when he was in need, because right parties were going. Now this is one of those that could have been people might have got it wrong, and he sold it when he was younger, and then later it was just thrown into the story at some right, point. Yeah, do yeah. that because it sounds like if he's that much money, yeah, just live off the interest. Absolutely. Also, you're rich. People just give you stuff. That's true. Once you hit a certain threshold, you don't have to actually pay, pay for anything. For, yeah, yeah. You don't pay tax and you don't pay for no. anything. No. But following in his dad's footsteps, he gets the nickname King. Right. After Lord. Yeah. So now he's King Beauchamp Bagnall. King Beauchamp Bagnall, the handsomest man in Ireland. Yeah. That's a good story title. <laughs> <laughs> because now he, because he, he got that name because he'd run these parties. That he'd throw. Big right. soirees, remember? Yeah, remember yeah. I said soiree? You did. 
That's the sort of thing he probably says when he's back from the continent. And everyone's like, yeah. I learned this on the continent. Yeah, yeah. He, they um, call it vino. It's all the rage. It's like book fast. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't taste like... But you don't mix it with Bulmers. You just drink it on its own. Oh. oh you've changed. You've Go gotten shop. notions. He's drinking his book fast in, like, flutes with ice in it. The hen parties do that. No, I've seen it. The, yeah, the... The uh, Bernard Shaw used to do it. It's disgusting. Never look. There's a reason why a book well, bottle is no, tinted. I was thinking Matt the Miller's and Kilkenny. I think they do that with like dildos. That's oh, like, right. You meant flutes. Awesome. <laughs> I meant champagne flutes, but yes. <laughs> oh, they'll put champagne in them too. Oh, yeah. Yes, as I was saying there, he said, as I was saying, he, he was called the king because of throwing the parties a bit like a dictator. Meals were primarily drinking bouts. At the table, he kept a brace <laughs> of dueling pistols handy. One for tapping the barrel of claret, which is like wine. Okay. Uh, uh, the other for dealing with any of his guests who failed to drink enough to send him reeling from the table. That's amazing. Dinner was followed by compulsory all-night revels. So he's throwing orgies. I'm not going to say that. You said dinner, is, but, but like his dinner just sounds like drinking. That's what, yeah. A liquid lunch. Yeah. So he's... They might have called him king because he was holding them at gunpoint. These don't sound like fun parties. Well, that's yeah, they're, that's what they're saying. It's, it's cause he's like a dictator. But right. then I read it and I was like, no, they're calling him a king because he's a fucking legend. Legend. Ledge going, bag over here. You're going Beauchamp. down to a dinner party. He's got two guns, one for hitting a barrel and one for pointing at you until <laughs> you drink. That's a recipe. And he loves dueling. Yeah. That's and a I, good time in anyone's book. And I think he likes baiting fellas into... Yeah. You know, where he's kind of like, you might, you know, one of those ads, he'll stare at you across the bar for two hours, and the second that you finally pay attention, you look over and he goes, What are you looking at? Yeah, right. It's like, what, you've been staring at me yeah. for two hours. I think you have a problem with me, and you just can't do anything about it. Well, he's going to do something there. He is. Well, that's the way. So he does, he does, he does be dueling. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he pokes lads into it, gets him pissed off. Well, also, he's known around Carlo. He's going in, he's having parties, not just at his gaff, he's going into the town. He's going probably off riding women, probably some some lads' misses. No, of course. Yeah, and remember, he's the handsomest man in Ireland. Yes, which again, is nothing to do with the fact that he's pointing guns at people the whole time. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who would you say, gun to your head, Kevin, theoretically, but also realistically, who is the most handsome man in this country? You forget that guns... Are sexy. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was more of his personality, his uh, his accoutrements, his accessories, and his attire that uh, it wasn't so much his face. I did know a lad in college who um, he was trying to like shift a girl in our class, and and maybe more if he got lucky. Oh, and he but pulled he, a gun. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I was going to say, he didn't get lucky because when uh, she was like, "No, you have a girlfriend," I know that, yeah. and then he went up. He was like, "I oh, know, I don't." He's like, "I no, met her or whatever." <laughs> And he was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't. And he walked up to us, and uh, I think it was, it was downstairs in Coppers, and he legitimately caught one of the lads uh, like by his shirt and li- lifted up his arm as if to punch him and said, do I have a girlfriend? <laughs> what a charming fellow. Yeah, he's married to that girl today. Jesus, wait, which one? I'll let you decide. <laughs> Amazing. To choose your own adventure with some guy's life. <laughs> And some poor woman. <laughs> Turn to page 72. It's uh, an unhappy marriage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, uh, he'd all, he was also known for making his uh, guests wrestle each other. 
which as we all know in Ireland at the time would have meant kicking the shins off each other. Yes, collar yeah. and elbowing. Yeah. This is amazing. This, yeah. This sounds like a fun time. Yeah, they, they'd they had to go along with it. He's like the popular kid who's also bigger. You know, he's like... Yeah. He's, you know, like, like who's going there, to these parties? Like, is it the locals? I assume it's free beer. Yeah, see, that's what... Like, is, is it high society or is it just everyone in the town? He's like, get the fuck in. Wrestle. Probably both. Yeah. That, yeah. But, the, yeah, the, the fancy boys aren't doing the collar and elbow wrestling. They're... Yeah, just drinking the heads of themselves, and maybe even get away with. Yeah, but they might not even have a gun brandish in front of their face <laughs> if they wrestle good enough. Yeah. I assume it was because of like did it's half the gun, mm. but it's partly the gun, partly the crack, and then oh no, it's just yeah, the crack, the crack, like they're sponges, of course. Yeah, I mean, if there was a man throwing parties in in Carlo now, where it was free drink all night, and all they had to do was wrestle, but the only thing was, well, there's also that if you don't drink enough, you get shot. Yeah. So you're really you're throwing the dice there. You gotta go like I only fancy one or two. Well I can't go into this party. That's, sure. Yeah. You're like, Jesus, I want to drink the head of myself. I've got a place I've for got you, a place but you, to go. You really gotta promise me yeah. that you're in the mood for this now, because I don't want to be calling up your ma. Yeah. Well, he just couldn't drink enough. Uh, uh, a man by the name a man who probably could drink enough, or I'm just using that as a segue to get into ne- this next part. Yeah. Uh, Neil O'Daunt said Beauchamp had a tender affection for pistols. He was eager to pass his wisdom on to the younger generation and derived great delight from encouraging the young men who frequented his house to hunt, drink, and solve points of honour at 12 paces. Oh, the, you know when you're stuck at a party and some lad is wearing the ear off you about, like, cryptocurrency or golf? I wish. Imagine. I, golf, but I, yeah. I wish someone had told me about this thing a few years ago. <laughs> sure. Well, like, I remember one of the first parties I went to after lock, the first lockdown ended, I was, like, buzzing to be going back to a social situation, and I got cornered by some guy who was just, like, had snorted every line of coke in North Dublin, I'd say, and was just cornered me and just talked about golf. Fentanyl fun time. Yeah. I was like, fuck, bring me, put me back in lockdown. <laughs> Imagine going to this guy's house and he's just shiting on about guns, and you can't do anything because he's giving you the drink, and also he might kill you. Well, there is that. Yeah. yeah. And if you do have an argument with him, he's going to be like, right then, that's <laughs> okay. 12 paces it is. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. There, uh, there's a story of a clergyman who was at one of these parties and soon realised it wasn't his cup of tea, so he ran off and hid in a tree. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just had a memory there of throwing a house party in Belfast and some guy getting cornered by someone talking about jeans. And I just watched him. He was just sitting on the couch. He's like, that's enough for me. He just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> Walked out the door. Hell of a drug. There's loads of different types of jeans now. They've got slim cut, farmer boot. You know, we didn't have that when I was growing up. Skinny doesn't even stop at skinny. Now they've got super skinny. Yeah, where does it end? You know, just did the fucking Seinfeld. Me, just like, that's it for me. Just got up, walked out of the house, didn't say goodbye to anyone. (laughs) Sorry, what was that? There's a a clergyman who was at one of these parties and soon realized it wasn't his cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, So he ran off and hid in a tree. Okay. That's... Always safe in a tree. Like, these are like rabid dogs. But he hidden. Yeah, his, well, he probably sounds like the sort of man who would loose the dogs on you. Yeah, who is it? It's not, uh, who's that in the Bible? Not Barabbas. Is it Punches? No, who's the who's the money lender? Oh, yeah, the tree? yeah. Uh, Zacharias? Zach- yeah, Zacharias. Uh, that's not right. I'm going to say Zacharias. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. The tax man who climbs up in a tree. Do you ever notice, like, in depictions, I just have a memory of, like, old school books we would have read about that sort of story. And Zachariah is the only one who, like, 
looks Jewish. He looks Jewish. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. still is like even though everyone in the story looks like that, he's the only one who's like short and tanned and like has a Persian nose. And like Jesus is, you know, six foot white, yeah, long hair, yeah. yeah. He's but they left off they, the surfboard from California. They yeah. keep the tax man like a, like accurate for the times. <laughs> he's got a lizard scales yeah. on his feet. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, now he said uh, that basically all the guests uh, drank slash were forced to drink until they couldn't anymore, and then they'd be thrown onto the back of a horse and cart and taxied home. Um, That's hard, decent of him. Yeah, so I'm only hearing good things about these parts. This is yes. He's he's doubling down, and I think I would. I, I like to, I like to have a, a little tipple here and there. Yeah, I'm a local man. <laughs> a local man. I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> you would have been shot straight away. Oh, well, instant. ah, instantly. Well, not, if not from the not drinking. From, not from the not drinking. From get from getting the rival. From them. losing the wrestling, and yeah. then and then yeah. going, right then we will settle it. Right, yeah. That was a that was a cheap hold. <laughs> Oh, we're using real guns. I thought we were just going to... Uh, I've got my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you would have loved this time, actually. You're just being forced to go down and, like, do Mai Tai and drink the head of yourself. Mm. <laughs> I was born in the wrong Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, These parties also, sometimes, I think he might have... He was involved... We'll get onto it in a bit, but I think he was involved in some uh, military stuff. Like, you know, like volunteers, okay. militia, different crack like that. Yeah. So some of these parties were probably army men as well. That's good. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I just... I'm not going to name any names. Yeah, because I don't have them. Yeah. I only have his name. And what a name it what is. What a, a yeah, great King name. Beauchamp Bagwell. It's said that his reputation was blown a little bit out of proportion. Because they say he calmed down when he got older. What with all the politics and that. He was in the House of Commons, representing Enniscorty for seven years, before becoming an MP for Carlow County for eight years, and then later on a further five. Hooray. Yeah. That's good, yeah. So they, but they're saying like ah, he used to be good crack. No, he's they're saying he now. used to be mental. He's yeah. he's he's kind of okay now. Okay. He's, he's not as bad. Yeah. Did he bring the gun with him to the House of Commons? Well, uh oh I assume so. That's probably where most of his Well actually he was known to not well, I will get on to that in a minute because it's somewhere in the script. All right, all right. Uh, but I do know that he didn't talk much when he was there. I don't think he spent too much time in the... It's more of the... Right. One of the, weird case, Kevin. Uh, politician gets elected. Doesn't go into the doll all too often. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes you're like, well, hold on. You're voting on something very important here. All of the debates happening. I see two people in the Iraq yeah. report there just bait, like debating it. You're like, that fuck you deputy stag. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is underwhelming because it's like an open mic night. Yeah. <laughs> There's four people in the audience. It is funny. Whatever. Yeah, any of those iconic videos from the doll. It's dead empty. Did we talk about this already? But that one recently where Jackie Ely Ray is shouting, his phone is on. And I think it's Alan Shatter. It's just like, his phone just goes off in the middle of Shatter speaking. And he's like, oh, Ken Corda every day. It happens every day. And... Healy Ray is off mic, but you can just hear him yelling from the back bench. Just be like, how dare you say that? How dare you? I have my phone on. I have people calling me all the time. I'm doing work. You're doing nothing. No one's calling you because you're doing nothing. It's like, why? There's no, and it's like, you know, obnoxiously. You haven't been to a funeral in yeah. days. It's like, a, you know, the old Nokia ringtone. It's like up to the fucking mic. You could have it on vibrate if you needed it on. But you can just tell from Shadow's reaction that it literally is every day his fucking phone's going off down the back. No, no, fucking nothing. No, we don't need a phone. I, I love those men. Oh, the, the, oh no, as soon as we lose the Healy Rays, this country's shot. Yeah, it'd be a yeah. sad, sad day. Should we put down? 
Yeah. But now, one of the reasons he calmed down a little bit, it said, is that the dueling in one of those gunfights didn't go too well for him. Well enough that he didn't die. Yeah. But he became lame in one leg. Oh. And would from then on not duel as much. Hmm. Only on special occasions. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta let loose every once in a of while. Course, it's yeah. the man's passion. <laughs> it's what makes him whole. Yeah, what's the point of living? Or you know? makes him you know, lame. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's the but he's very he's done well. I think, it, I think overall in his life he has twelve jewels. That's which, which means he has a lot more than that. But we've had famous gunslingers on this podcast before that had like, oh, he's the fastest gun in the West. He yeah. shot four men. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But what's your man, humanity, Dick? Mm. I don't know how many he'd been in loads of jewels. Well, I'm saying there's probably this is like probably the official jewels. There's all those of underground course. smoker yeah. jewels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you just shoot a man, it's it's called murder. <laughs> yes. Uh, but when he was uh, in this state, lame and that, mm-hmm. he'd have to prop himself up. And what would you, or if you, you know, what would you use? A cane? Would uh, you carry, like, would you have someone else beside you holding you up? Like no, that? like a cane with a skull and crossbones. And, top. and another gun at the bottom of it. Yeah, a sword, a sword cane. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. Yeah, but you're lame, you can't get that close to him. You're 12 paces away. That's true, yeah, and as soon as I pull out the sword, I fall over because I need the stick. <laughs> yeah, what you should use is a, a headstone from a grave. What? <laughs> Perfect height. How? What are you talking about? It's made of... You know what I'm talking I about. I know. Like a concrete yeah. cross. As a... Okay. God, it's got a headstone, like a tombstone. Like yeah, a, it was yeah. A, the tombstone of his enemies. I It was about to be, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good uh, tactic to psych someone out. It is. <laughs> like, you turn up to a jewel and you've got their headstone. Yeah, yeah. All of their dates and everything's written. And then you give a quote and they go, Oh, that's not the one I wanted to hear. <laughs> They're already in their head. Oh, no, you're already getting in their head. I like that, yeah. Yeah, so seemingly he he would do that. Also, uh, what one of his favorite places to duel was a was a churchyard in Killinane. Okay, that's another just up the way, not just too up far. the way. Yeah, yeah. that's another like a uh, psycho tactic. If you just have a grave dug beside them, like, yeah, you ready? Well, if you put the have another gravestone right behind a dug, a dug grave, yeah, and then when they go, oh no, we're not flipping here. I always shoot this way. And yeah. you just send a man. To stand in front of his own grave when yeah. you shoot him, that would put your I, my head would be out with the game. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would psych you out. He also probably calmed down a little bit when he had a family marrying a lady named Maria, who wasn't a rich princess. Oh, I, I don't think. Yeah, this is just she's not. It's not named that she's okay. a princess. So, uh, but she did give him three kids or had Where'd them she get with them? him. Yeah, I want to see. That's the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've realised I said it. I was yeah. reading. Yeah, it shouldn't have. I said they collectively had them together in a partnership yeah and he had another bastard child somewhere okay well i mean yeah that sounds like the female bastard oh a bastardette yeah i was gonna say it's not a bitch you can't no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just a bastard is it still just a bastard? i think okay. so yeah you sure on that no not sure <laughs> well either way it's not important yeah but now well that may be true that he did have the 12 jewels yeah one of those 12, and it's probably more, but okay. one of those was with uh, this absolute feckin' gobshite, uh, uh, Bagnell Harvey. Okay. Who is, is he related to him? Oh, he's his cousin. Okay. Bagnell Harvey. He's his younger cousin. And I think one of those of, like, very younger, I imagine. Like right. he, I think he's a, a child. child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, like, ch- children he was trying to influence earlier on. Yeah. Just going, like, here, no, Have you ever on. shut the fuck Sh- up about your guns? Shooting's class. Shooting's class. Shooting's class. All right, let's go have a friendly duel. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Bangle yeah. Harvey. What sort of a name is that? 
But uh, now Bagnell Harvey, he shot first. Yeah, I think oh. he was goaded into this thing. He's been at him. He's poking him in the chest, stepping right. on his feet, wouldn't let him leave conversations. Yeah. So she's an awkward type. He's just like, shoot yeah. me. But he, uh, they decide to go and have an old duel. Yeah. Bagnell Harvey shoots first. Mm-hmm. Misses. Yeah. You don't like that. Oh, no, no, no. Beauchamp loves this. Yeah. Yeah, now he's got a chance to rub it in. He's got time to come up with one of those, like, CSI kind of, like, pull off your glasses. Yeah action line moments or even just like an action film you know, mm. hasta la vista baby or I didn't do the accent properly I, I, I bailed out of that yeah, within yeah. the ass ass uh, yeah, yeah jump um, ship but here's his line mm-hmm. which you tell me if it holds up to uh, to Jonah's writing earlier on okay you damn you villain do you know what I'd like to kill your own godfather go back to Dunleckney you dog and have a good breakfast ready for us I only wanted to see if you were a stout. Okay. That's pretty something. So yeah. I don't think he kills him. He doesn't, even shoot, he doesn't even shoot him. Yeah, he just dodges the bullet. Wanted style. Yeah, that. yeah. So and he's then, like, do you think you could kill me, your godfather? Yeah. Go make me breakfast, you bitch. Yes. Which is pretty... Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it a spade a spade. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, oh, about him calming down. Should say because I've been. This man must be fucking insane. <laughs> so he's just brought his nephew. What have what have what have I said so far? That make you think <laughs> on one what grinds. He brought his godson out to a field and was like, "Shoot me!" And then when he missed, he's like, "You bitch! <laughs> you don't have the stones. Go make me an egg." Yeah, you dog. That's he's obviously he knows his way around a gun. Yeah, well, yeah. still, I mean, he could have been shot. Oh yeah, but that's yeah. He's just living on a wire. Yeah, but I if like you haven't it. been shot, maybe if you got into twelve duels, yeah, and you've won all of those, mm. you probably think, "Well, I'm, I'm prob- invincible." I'm, yeah, nothing can kill me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So uh, about him calming down because I've been saying that earlier on. Yeah, with little evidence. <laughs> yeah, he just kept saying, and people said he calmed down. And here's another story of him being a lunatic. <laughs> uh, when he's off the drink, he's probably fine. Yeah, he's yeah. just never been off the drink. But yeah, but that's yeah. Well, what I said goes probably fine. At one point, he sued a man, supposedly, for challenging him to a duel. That doesn't sound like our Beauchamp. No, I assume Beauchamp. that man was probably better at duel. Or he was good. Or right. maybe he had held a gun before. Yeah. He's he wasn't like, just some child that yeah. he handed a gun to. But then, on the other hand, uh, he did ju- he did do a duel with a political rival before an election. Okay. So this is a good way to... Yeah. yeah. The, why why waste the people's yeah. time with a vote? Yeah. Let's just do this. Oh, no, style. I think he, he still would have had to run. Just, just be dead. Unopposed this time. Okay. That's one way to get the job. Now, he seemingly... Uh, this is, uh, he set up a volunteer force. So was on a was this after, now. before or after he calmed down? This is during... <laughs> His calm period. Yeah. <laughs> the mellow years. Well, in fairness, he, he decided not to duel that man. He sued him in court instead. And he only shot that guy because he wanted something that he had. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, he set up a volunteer force that would... Uh, that would hold parties slash you know meetings and whatever at his gaff. Right. That was the one I was on about earlier. I bet some of those parties were this. There has to be some kind of crossover. Okay. Um so I doubt much has been done over there. He was a big proponent of Catholics and Irish culture. Yeah. So presumably he's Protestant if he's an MP. No, so the history of the Bagnells, I think, going through it when I was reading it, uh, and I've not wrote it down, but they do switch. But they're yeah. all anytime even if they do switch back to Protestant, I think they actually they, the original one. The yeah. four generations ago. Dudley's dad. Yeah. He 
I think was Protestant. Okay. But then after that, once they were in Ireland, they had like Catholic leanings and maybe even switched to Catholic, po- right. possibly back to Protestant to protect lands and such uh, yeah, yeah. at whatever points. But they were they were Catholic shock. Sure. Yeah. They're Protestants of convenience. Yes. But they knew what was up. But it, he, yeah, so he loved Catholics and Irish culture and that's where his political leanings lay. Although it said he didn't always go to Parliament and when he did, he wasn't the biggest speaker. Right. Yeah, he preferred... The chase, the turf, the sod, and the bottle. <laughs> one, the one time I can't go to government. I'm too busy drinking and eating turf. And fighting. And fighting. Smoking. Listen, when you elected me, you elected me because I'm yeah. one of ye. I love fighting, I love drinking, I love writing. Well, if, you're, if you do elect an official based on those... Yeah, it's almost... You don't want them to go to yeah, Parliament. You're not, you're, they're not going. No. That's... Yeah. Now, the one time he was known to speak, big, mm. big, big, big case here. Yeah. Decided to tell everyone that Henry Grattan of DC oh, yeah. Lecture Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Uh, deserved 100,000 quid for his service to the country. I'd say Henry was happy with that. Stood up and just like, no one even told him. He hadn't talked to Henry before. It wasn't a plan. He <laughs> was just, you know who's feckin' class? And I think we should all... Remember I was telling you earlier on, if everyone in the country gave one euro to the one person, yeah, that one person would have like a great life. So he was just, let's just do a tax for Grattan. Yeah. Just like, Everyone give him a pound. Just a little whip round. What are you saying? He doesn't deserve a pound? Look at the things he's doing in Parliament over well, there. See, he's great. But, and the great man he is, he... It's, it's past. Everyone agrees with this. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that had a great day for Henry I Grattan. Mean, he had a gun, so... <laughs> So they say this is the time he robbed the Parliament. Uh, now Grattan though would uh, he said this is ridiculous. I can't take a hundred thousand. That's I'm a man of the people. Yeah, give me fifty. And where's the other fifty go? Beauchamp. Well, no, I think I think he has one of those administration fees. I, I think and... it's one of those you ask for a hundred, so you get fifty. If you ask for fifty, you're going to get twenty five. Right, of yeah. course. So shoot for the stars. Yeah, you might end amongst you know fifty grand. <laughs> it's a lot of money at the time. Shoot for the spars, you might end amongst the centres. Ah, no, it's we're all in the gutters, but some of us are staring at spars. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, his final duel, ominous. Yeah, <laughs> that's this is okay. Yeah, he decided to change up the game a bit, keep things fresh. Yeah, you sort of get bored with shooting a man and having a bullet fly in at how your many, head. Yeah. How many children can I murder? Exactly. Sure, it's exhilarating at first having your life on the line, but it's old pretty quickly. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's difficult to get that rush when the man I'm talking to can't even hold up a pistol, can't even hold up his head. Yeah. <laughs> He's just... Is he going blindfold himself this time? Oh, like kind of like a piñata. Yeah, like he's the piñata. <laughs> um, I say change up the game. I think it's because he's, he's getting elderly. And right. He's a lame man. Yeah. He can't stand up when he's okay. right. And he can't be propping himself up on gravestones. No. That that bit's been played out. Uh-huh. Because now lads are expecting that. They go, no, it's just a mind game. So you're, you go there, you know this guy's going to have a, gra- like a yeah, gravestone. Yeah. He sits down. Okay. That's... I'm I'll put the chair here. You walk 12 paces. Yeah. You have to walk 24 paces. Because <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> so yeah, that's the setup for his final duel of uh, his life. Yes. S- sat down in the chair. Mm. He had gout as well. And But he's still like angry enough to duel. He's not angry. He's just for the fun he's of not, it. Yeah, he's not dueling out of hate or anger or it's aggression. love of the game. It's love of the game. Yeah. yeah. It's actually his happy place. This is his yeah. safe space. It's not... Well, for him, it's yeah, a safe sure, space. Yeah, sure, yeah. For any of the That's children around him. Or... <laughs> 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 the, the man he shot 
was his neighbor. Okay. Right. They got into a quarrel over a pig because the neighbor's pig had got onto his land. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. You know what pigs are. That's right. no pig. That's my wife. Ah. Ah. <laughs> How about you? I know what I said. Yeah, yeah. So what, he's just, he's, it does sound like he's just sitting around all day waiting to get annoyed. Oh, yeah. As soon as a pig crosses, well, I hit shooting time. Yeah. And yeah. not the pig. No. But he, uh, he has to find a way to get this man to, to duel him. He's, right. Is he sends him a provocative letter. Okay. Because that's how you get him at the time. That is, yeah. A call-out letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hereby do declare that the uh, that thy is a shite in the bucket. <laughs> shite in the bucket. And you'd send him that. Yeah. And then he'd send you back one. But he's his neighbor, so we'd have to, like, <laughs> imagine him handing it off to well, he's the postmaster. He's, he's lame, so he's just... Yeah, yeah well, yeah, he'd yeah. hand it off to someone who'd walk over and he'd just look yeah. across the field yeah. at him and go, are you fucking... <laughs> The duel comes eventually. The provocative letter is he's, he's, he's needling him, talking about his wife, his, mm-hmm. his pigs, yeah. etc. Is mm-hmm. uh, he waited in the chair? The neighbor showed up. They pulled their pistols, all fair and square. Well, the neighbor was hurt in a woeful way. He still lived. Okay, I believe because that's what it just says. It, most of the things online said like in a woeful way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like the deliberation. Yeah. But Bagna, well, you can guess, lived on a happy life. A bullet flies into the arm okay. of his chair, and it got Yay. blown off, but he's fine. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. That's great. He's got away with this one. Yeah. Uh, insta- I'd say at this stage, he's not even blinking. Nah. I'd say the arm blown off his chair, he's like... At this stage, maybe next going, like, time. I don't even believe guns exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is He's leading a charmed life. Now, instead of dying there, mm. he dies... I'm shocked to hear that he's dead. It's going to happen. It has to happen at some point. I don't think it's not necessarily. Yeah, no, there's three things you have to do in this life. It's birth, death, and just before death, a duel with Beauchamp Bagland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So instead of dying that way, uh, he has a fit after drinking three bottles of red wine, claret. Of course. Claret. Yes. Yeah. Three bottles of claret and a bottle of port with his dinner. And I assume his dinner was not Drink, like, yeah, yeah, liquid. <laughs> That was on top of the pints he'd yeah. already had. So, um, yeah, that uh, that was 1802. And then he died. Then he died, yeah. Very good. That's Beauchamp Bagnall, the handsomest man in Ireland. And thankfully enough, there's some, some people say, some lads in Carlo who take over that mantle. Of course, yeah. It's always stayed in Carlo, that title. Yeah. The handsomest man. Fight us for it. Yeah. That's great. That's a that's a wild story. Yeah, he's a good man. A good man. A great man. Yeah, I'd say that's great. Those parties sound intense. Yeah, I don't think that'd be good crack. No, they were in mansions. Yeah, but like at what cost? Your your life is. Well, your life. Yeah, but it's that like how many people can you really kill? <laughs> yeah, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, twelve, thirteen jewels does seem like pretty low for a man of his. Temper. That's why I think it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's, those are the only ones he counted. Yeah. Or the only ones you can... Maybe it's one of those of like, no, we jeweled, I shot him, he didn't die. Mm. I've had 12 of those jewels. Yeah. What's that arm falling out of the forest behind you? Don't you fucking look over... <laughs> it's of no importance to you. Because yeah, how else do you practice? You're not going to practice on a non-moving target. That's true. Yeah, yeah. so he's, you practice uh, on children. <laughs> and what's his uh, connection to the... Bagnall. The Bagnall, yeah. So the, Just named after him. His dad was the Lord Walter Oh yeah, okay, Bagnall yeah. or whatever, yeah. yeah. And um, he was King. Yeah. King Beauchamp. King Bo yeah, King Beauchamp Bagnall. He sounds like a man from New Orleans. 
Beauchamp Bagnell, yeah. Beauchamp Bagnell, down King. the bio. There's, there is a lot of Irish history in New Orleans. That's sure where, is there. It? I did the museum. Yeah. There's not a lot. It was mainly just a way to filter and funnel people in to get pints. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, it's a museum and it's free in. And there's one room. It's a bar. Oh, yeah, beside that room is a bar. Okay. Yeah, with overpriced average Guinness. Excellent. But yeah, uh, that was us for this yeah. week. Good job. The energy is low because we were. We no, got, that's, that was. We that got was there. Fun. Yeah. Brian, shall we see you next week? Yeah, shafter. Good luck. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.